0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 77 of Generation GC, Beautiful Place from Good Morning Revival, Good Charlotte's fourth album released in 2007 with Lee Sizemore. My name is Molly Hoddleson once again and as always I am your host as well as the producer, creator, and editor of this podcast. Last time we talked about Walk Away from the Chronicles of Life and Death. In two weeks on our next episode we'll be talking about a song from Cardiology. Lee Sizemore was born and raised in southern Utah. He now lives in Southern California, and he loves the outdoors, hiking, and biking. Lee is currently an automotive photographer at a used car dealership, and fun fact, he went to a performing arts-based high school. That is so cool. He's always had a love for music, and Good Charlotte has helped him through some of the most difficult times in his life. I also wanted to mention that I love having guests from all around the world and from all different backgrounds on Generation GC. If English isn't your first language, that's okay. As long as you're comfortable holding a conversation in English, you're good to go. And by the way, different backgrounds doesn't just mean location or ethnicity. That means ensuring a varied gender and sexuality representation. It means representing fans of different ages, fans with their own unique life experiences. I also want to continue mentioning blacklivesmatters.card.co, antisemitism.card.co, and anti-asianviolenceresources.card.co. I want to encourage everyone to keep educating yourselves and see what you can do to get involved locally to stop hate crimes and to stop racism. Finally, Generation GC stickers are here. If you do want some stickers, there's two things you can do. Number one, you can support the show on Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash generationgcpod and click support. All of that money goes right back into making the show the best that it can be. It helps me print and ship the stickers. It also helps me get any equipment that I need, such as headphones, a laptop stand, notebooks and pens, because I do take notes on paper sometimes. Number two, you can make a donation to Best Friends Animal Society. Go to bestfriends.org. Best Friends is a nonprofit that does outreach nationwide with shelters and rescue groups to promote pet adoption, no kill rescues, and spay and neuter practices. The heart of Best Friends is their sanctuary in southern Utah, around where Lee grew up. And I'd heard a lot about Best Friends before, so I was really excited that Lee mentioned an animal shelter and animal organization. In addition to their sanctuary in southern Utah, they do have a few shelters around the country, and they also work with local shelters all over. I I think it's an amazing organization. I I really recommend that you go visit their website. They do a lot of great things. They're really helping so many cats and dogs all over, and y'all know how much I love animals. And then you're going to send me a screenshot of either your support of the show on Anchor or your donation to Best Friends Animal Society, as well as your mailing address, and I will send you stickers. Please make sure to also follow Generation GC at Generation GC Pod, P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay in touch. Sometimes I post other ways you can get stickers on there. Thanks for tuning in, and now on to episode 77. So... Beautiful Place is track 10 on Good Morning Revival, Good Charlotte's fourth album uh, released in 2007. And listeners, you can't see this, but Lee and I are on video right now, and he's wearing a Good Morning Revival shirt. We'd love to see it. Track 9 was all black, which we talked about earlier this year, and track 11 was something else, which we talked about back in 2020. This song was written by Don Gilmore, Benji Madden, and Joel Madden. Don Gilmore produced the album, as I'm sure everyone listening to this knows. Beautiful Place was not a single. And I looked on, sorry, not Genius, setlist.fm. Uh, they say it's been played live four times, never in the U.S. So I have London, I don't. Carl Shrew I don't know how to pronounce that but that appears to be another European city I'm really sorry I don't know how to pronounce that uh, and then Melbourne and Sydney in Australia um which I guess that's also around the time if you think about it Lee that's kind of around the time that Good Charlotte was like hang out in Australia a lot uh so makes sense that they played it over there a couple times so I don't know not uh, not a whole lot of uh, fast facts like that on this song but there we go. And Lee, before we get into the episode itself, I want to help our guests get to know you. So the first question I like to ask everyone is, when did you first hear Good Charlotte? And what were your first thoughts on them?
1: So I think I would have first heard them around 2005 or so. Okay. Um, because my brother and I had Dance Dance Revolution Ultramix 3 on the original Xbox console. And that actually features I Just Want to Live.
0: Amazing.
1: (laughs) So it quickly became one of my favorite songs to dance to on that game. And my brother got their CDs that were out at that time, which were the self titled GC, Young and Hopeless, and Chronicles of Life and Death. So they had the three albums out at that time. And we both loved the music. And so we ended up getting Good Morning Revival together. And then I got the rest of the albums on my own after I had moved out of the house and I've seen them live five times, I believe, maybe four. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, two of which were the meet and greet experience.
0: Oh, so cool. So cool. Very cool. Yeah. I was just about to ask if you've ever seen them live. Most people end up answering that question before I can ask it. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Well, Lee, you were telling me when we were chatting over Facebook um, that you are originally from Southern Utah, but you're now in Southern California. So how long have you been out on the West Coast?
1: So my wife and I moved here right at the beginning of 2020. So we had about three months before the pandemic really hit. (laughs) So we were just getting settled and then we got furloughed. And so it was difficult situation but we've been here for about two years now
0: okay nice yeah a uh, a friend of my boyfriend's had also moved not not as big of a move as that she moved from philadelphia to baltimore but same thing like right like january 2020 and it was like oh just as she's getting settled in she you know everything goes up in flames uh well Hopefully things are, I I know every time I'm like, Oh, I hope things are starting to look up. It's, you never know what's going on. Um, But in time, in time, Uh, I hear as well that you are pretty into like outdoors hiking and that kind of stuff. Have you been able to keep up with a lot of that over the past years or is, is stuff like hiking trails has ended up in like closed, or have you been able to do that?
1: So that's one of the things that seemed more accessible uh, here in Southern California. So that was something that was really nice. Um, I haven't kept up as much with the biking, but we did go on a lot of hikes and nice. our time was obviously freed up with being unemployed for sure. about three yeah. months at the beginning. So yeah, we got some free time to go out and explore nature and just kind of be away from the nice. city for a bit. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. Nice good to have that I am uh so I live in Philadelphia uh and I had previously lived in suburbs uh in North Jersey and like where I lived before it was definitely a little more isolated but I also feel like closer to nature here because I have some parks that I can walk to uh so it's it's overall been a better spot I think nice yeah well, I hear, Lee, that you are an automotive photographer, uh, and I, I'm just kind of curious about that. Like, Did you have a photography background before you got started in that?
1: So I've always like had a love for photography, but never was really serious about it um, in my childhood or anything. So I would have the disposable cameras. But then in my teenage years, I got a digital camera. It wasn't a DSLR or anything. And then in my final year of college, um, I took a photojournalism journal- photo class. Cool. And that class really opened the doors for me. Um, I was able to use one of their DSLR cameras for that class. And so it taught me a lot about techniques for uh, just making a package of photos and got me really interested in it. So after that class, I went out and bought myself a DSLR camera And so I've always done like nature photography Mm -hmm. and I've always loved cars as well. So I would go to the car shows and take pictures of the interior and whatever. And so that kind of led up to me exploring this option when I came to California.
0: So I, I'm just curious. So I do like mostly concert photography, occasionally like candid, you know, semi-posed portraits. I've never worked in a studio or anything. When you're photographing cars, are you using like a, a setup with lights and everything, or is it more uh, like just your your camera?
1: Like no, what kind of setup do um, you usually have? So they used to take photos in the garage on the lot, but okay. that's not how they're doing it anymore. So they actually have us drive the cars to different locations and take the photos on location. So hmm. for the Less expensive, like normal economy cars, we'll go to a park that's down the road and just take the photos at the park with the like stonewall background. But if they're more expensive, then we have the beaches pretty close. So uh, we'll go down to Newport Beach with the nice cars and nice. get the photos with the beach in the background. So
0: nice. Uh, and I didn't have this on. So the last thing I want to ask, I didn't have this on my notes, but I feel like I noticed this on your Twitter. I think you're also vegan.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Amazing. I love it. I, I just have to bond with people about being vegan. How long have you been vegan?
1: For just over five years now.
0: Amazing. And what is your favorite vegan place in Southern California?
1: So they used to be a food truck, but pretty soon after, like right before the pandemic, I think they opened up a restaurant Okay, and it's down like downtown from where we live, so maybe a mile from us. So it's called Chicana Vegana. Okay. They sell uh, Mexican vegan food, and then they also have amazing vegan burgers. So
0: that's sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. There's a, uh, I mean, there's obviously Chipotle everywhere, but there's a place called Loco Pez. Uh, not uh, too too far from me here in Philadelphia. And it is excellent. They have it's not all vegan, but they have like a full vegan menu, which is phenomenal,
1: mm-hmm.
0: amazing. Well, Lee, let's go into our deep dive on our song of the day, "Beautiful Place." So, I mean, we we connected on Facebook, and even before we had message, I, I recognize your name from the Facebook group, the Generation GC Fam Facebook group, uh, and I just would love to know why you wanted to talk to talk about "Beautiful Place."
1: Yeah. So, um, I think it's a great thing to have like good Charlotte groups on Facebook because especially like the generation GC podcast, uh, it's really keeping GC fam alive. I think, um, especially over the pandemic, I think it's been a great tool to have the Facebook groups. So honestly, I'm happy to talk about any song by GC, but beautiful place is a super relatable one for me. Uh, that hadn't already been on an episode so far so
0: amazing and we'll get into in just a second i think we'll get into a little more about uh what we relate to about it what we take from the song but what i want to first ask is is the song beautiful place or a beautiful place because i have some Um, thoughts but i want to hear your thoughts first
1: so on the album, um, I see it as beautiful place. And that's what I have always heard. Like yeah. the lyrics say a beautiful place in the whole lyrical right. discography. But in this is just saying, uh, just saying beautiful place on the album. And that's what I've always seen. So I don't know if it may have been on their early releases as a beautiful place, but the CD that I've had for years has always said beautiful place.
0: It says that's, that's what I have always known it as too. beautiful place from the CD and then from Spotify and everything. What I noticed as I was getting my notes together for this episode was that like all of the reviews say a beautiful place. So, or a lot of the reviews do anyway. So my thought was that possibly a beautiful place was kind of the original title, the working title, and that title was how it was listed when um, early copies were sent out to press. Uh, that's I don't know. That's my only thought. Unless it was something with different regions, but that's that's because I feel like it's beautiful place when you like look for the song on streaming, but reviews say a beautiful place so
1: yeah my cd booklet only has track listings and photos and credits and it's this big fold out thing so yep,
0: i remember that yeah I have
1: two copies so one of them i took that booklet and put it up on one of my so walls cool. so cool so the other yeah it's in the cd booklet but yeah i didn't see any lyrics or anything hmm
0: well I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe if the band ever listens to this episode, they will tell us what the uh, what the deal with that is. Um, talking about lyrics, do you have any uh, misheard lyrics that you found from looking it up online?
1: I don't think so. Um, they're pretty simple lyrics. It's not a lot of words in this song. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever heard of misheard lyrics and not many people know this song so there aren't many people to miss here true that's a good
0: point yeah it's definitely a deep cut my my only possibly misheard lyric is also like one of my favorite parts of the song which is that kind of lead in from the verse to the chorus which i guess the pre-chorus in the first verse i think what he's saying or what genius says is that he is saying with love in my heart and I think I just never really picked up exactly what he was saying. Um, and I just always kind of loved that part of the song and how it sounded and and this big, you know, sweeping kind of sounds leading into the, uh, the chorus. But let's talk about what the song means. So I want to hear uh, what you think it means and then I'll share what I think it's about and then we can dive into what the band has said.
1: Okay. Um, I believe this song is kind of a growing up song for them. Mm. Um, They say, it's a beautiful place if we make it. And I believe both Benji and Joel would have started their families by now at this point. Joel did,
0: Benji had not.
1: Okay. So I think they're starting to heal from their painful use at this point, learning to not take time, people, love, or anything else for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also kind of a loss of innocence.
0: Mm,
1: mm. Um, this whole album really displays that for me.
0: Yes. Loss of innocence is a great way to put it. I, uh, The way I have worded it both in my notes and in general is that a theme I found on this album is kind of being jaded by the industry uh, and as well as life, you know, and just becoming very cynical and depressed uh, because of that. I get a feeling from this song, a sort of yearning to start over, which I think, frankly, ties very much into what what you were talking about. Right. With, you know, Joel, especially, you know, starting starting a family, um, wanting to create something new and wonderful while healing from the past is that not starting over. Um I feel like what I got out of the song definitely is that they're in either wanting to start over or maybe go back to who they were before they grew up and they changed and become, you know, became something different in a negative way. Uh, I don't know. So I had a lot of thoughts there. Uh, We definitely have some discussion about like genre and uh, some comparisons with this song, but I really want to talk about some backstory first So there was a website called Arjun writes uh, and the interviewer asks a beautiful place is probably the most unusual and mellow track on the new album, which by the way, this interview looks to have been published in May, 2007. So after the album came out. So I I don't know why they called it a beautiful place. Maybe that was just like a typo kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Anyway. So Joel said, a Beautiful Place is a song about that place when you were innocent. There was a time for all of us that we had this innocent outlook on the world, and then there's a moment in our lives that we lose it, and we learn that the world can be a cold place where people can be cruel and pitiful. Uh, on songfacts.com, they mentioned this quote from Benji that was apparently on the band's website. I couldn't find it on the band's website because uh, clearly that it is no longer there, but Here's what Benji supposedly said, and I, I've heard this before, so I believe this to be true, even though I don't have you know, full confirmation. Uh, Benji says, I wrote that song in Mexico. I was down there during hurricane season and I was in this beautiful beach environment. I had a night off and I was just thinking about how lucky I've been. That's a real Dean Butterworth moment. It was different when we wrote it, but then Dean started playing that real pronounced drum part. The drums are part of the hook and it changed the whole sound. Um, I like that. I just love having that backstory, that bit, that he was in Mexico when he wrote it. I just find it, I don't know. I've, I really enjoy hearing not just what the song's about, but like, where were they physically, literally when they wrote the song, right? Um, the other, the last thing I have in this sort of section is not official from the band. It was an annotation on genius.com. But this was just such good insight. I had to mention it. I thought this was great. This person says, and I don't have a name, by the way. um, But this person says, feel free to correct me. But considering the river has the lyric, beautiful things don't always stay that way. And it's talking about how life in L.A. isn't as good as it's cracked up to be. Perhaps this song is about appreciating what you have and where you are and not sucking up to the thing. I like that. Yeah, I
1: definitely see that. Yeah.
0: Right, the idea that the river is kind of this very cynical view on Los Angeles, and maybe this is a person trying to overcome their cynicism. I could see that. um Something I would like to discuss, well, t- two things. I felt a big, and I didn't necessarily get this when I was younger and first heard the album. Um, but as I've been listening to it over like the past week or so getting ready for this, I got like a big cold play vibe from this song. Did you pick up on that?
1: Um, I didn't see it at first, but reading the reviews, I think I re-listened to it and then kind of saw how people can see that. So Yeah.
0: Well, there's, there's you know, really, we've got to do a battle of the cold play like songs on this album, right? Because this and then where would we be now? People also make a lot of plate comparisons for that. Um, excuse me. Uh, the other thing I want you to get into now is genre for this song. Because I think if you ask most people what genre Good Charlotte is, they would say like pop punk or emo alternative, something like that. But then this is their dance album their electronic album i'm doing finger quotes here listeners but like is this song electronic or dance i don't really think so i don't know
1: no i don't think so um this to me this song is one of their first songs with strong like california vibes Mm. like i feel like it's their beginning of their california Love and yeah, just in California and it paints the image for me of driving down like a palm tree lined street at sunset.
0: Sure, sure.
1: I think of the Madden Brothers greetings from California record, but I definitely wouldn't think of anything GC as country. Like it may have all of that swooping sound, all of the gliding and the melody Slide of guitars, the cars. Yeah. But then they put their vocals on and it's definitely not. So
0: there's some GC songs, uh, and this will come up when we talk about reviews, but there's some GC songs that I would say feel more country, like a uh, cars full of people feels a little like folk country. I can almost hear a bang banjo um, seasons. Frankly, I could almost hear that being like, uh, I could hear that as a country song. um I don't get country out of this, but I don't know. Some people do. But Lee, I would really love to hear, do you have any memories or stories that you want to share about Beautiful Place?
1: Yeah, I actually um I took a video one time where I had to pull over at sunset because it was so beautiful and it just reminded me of this song. So I played Beautiful Place and just took a video of the beautiful sunset, enjoying my surroundings for the moment. Wow. And the song just makes me stop and appreciate the little things in life, okay. not the ones that try to break me down, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Appreciating the, <laughs> the, the, the positive little things. Um, yeah, I, I like that a lot. I, I definitely feel like this is something that runs through my head when I'm just have those moments where everything is like, wow, just so nice. And I feel like I have to force myself to appreciate it. I, uh, I, so I, I live in an apartment in Philly. It's a converted building. It hasn't always been apartments. Um, and I have this like really small bedroom window. And when I first moved in, I didn't have any kind of curtains over it. And I was kind of like, well, whatever, like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just <laughs> wake up when I wake up. Um, and the sun comes right in cause it faces, I face pretty much east. Um, but I just remember one morning waking up and the sun was like shining in and it was like directly I could like see a print of the window kind of on the wall and it was like like a golden pink almost. Just this is gorgeous color and I was like this is insane. Like how how do I capture this except to feel the emotions of of what it makes me feel and how happy I am to be in this awesome apartment in such a great neighborhood you know
1: yeah just internally processing everything
0: yeah yeah uh well let's talk about what other good charlotte songs this uh kind of relates to i have some ideas none that are like super strong but i I would love to hear some of some of your thoughts what comes to mind for you
1: so my favorite line is at the beginning of the chorus. It says, we live in a beautiful place. Let love take away all this pain.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: line almost makes me wonder if it's a nod to we believe when they say we believe in this love.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Chronicles.
0: Yeah. And kind of like we believe talking about how I feel like we believe describes a world in need of healing and this is maybe a song where things have healed or at least are starting to heal.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that a lot.
1: And then I also see the connection to the river where they say, oh, Yeah. I've done enough now to know that beautiful things don't always stay that way. I've seen enough now to know this beautiful place isn't everything they say.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why I never picked up on that before, but that this beautiful, yeah, that they literally say the words a beautiful place in the river. Yeah. It ah, I cannot believe I never thought of that okay. comparison before. Uh yeah, that's that's good. I so I had completely different ones written down. Um I mention in my notes counting the days and stray dogs which are other songs that talk about sometimes these sort of bittersweet elements of relationships where you have a lot of love and a lot of of loyalty and commitment and, and connection but there's also some underlying pain whatever that is um and, I mean, they have a lot of songs that talk about, you know, their, their family and their background, their parents, but the one that came to mind to me the most is 1979, because uh, that's kind of the only time they really talk positively about their upbringing. Uh, so that, I feel like they couldn't have written 1979 without writing Beautiful Place.
1: Yeah, I I can see that for sure. I think it took some time for them to be able to process that. Totally.
0: I, which I, I totally understandable, you know. Well, I did find there was an acoustic version of this song. I don't know where it's from, but I want to say I think it was like an AOL session or something that it came from. Um, and I'm, we'll, we'll talk about comments in a second, but people were like, I wish they would make this into an album, which like, yeah, please. I mean, I think in the year 2021, they're not going to make it into an album, but that would have been pretty great.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome.
0: Be pretty awesome. Let's let's read some reviews. Um, I, they're, they're kind of all over the place, mostly not very good, but the reviews for this album were mostly not very good. Um, Absolute Punk, the reviewer gave it a verdict of 11%, but the member ratings were 28%. And they said, you can't keep a straight face during the sappy, where would we be now? Or the country twang of Beautiful Place. (laughs) Country twang. Review Journal mentions it, but they don't really have much to say. I think this is how they started their review. And they just quoted, we live in a beautiful place. Let love take away all this pain. Inspiring words sung by lead singer Joel Madden in the song A Beautiful Place. Alternative Press gave the album two out of five. Ouch. (laughs) They said the superfluous A Beautiful Place proves why xylophone and slide guitar have never been staples in pop music.
1: I think, I honestly think it's good to break boundaries, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Whatever you want in your music, experiment and throw out there what you want to put out there, you know?
0: I'm with you. Plugged in, which is from the website from Focus on the Family listeners. We've we've mentioned their reviews a few times before. Um, They mentioned it under pro-social content which I guess pro-social content means like positive, acceptable content for, you know, good Christian children. Um, They said, the singer asks his parents for a do-over, a return to happier, more innocent days before his heart grew cold on A Beautiful Place. Metal Rage reviewed this album. And I kind of couldn't tell what they thought about this song. At first, I was like, they were not a fan, but maybe they were. But also this review is like actually kind of objective, like they were separating their own enjoyment from how objectively good or bad it was, which a lot of reviewers do not, you know, a lot of reviewers are like, and I can say this because I reviewed a lot of albums in my time, but a lot of reviewers are like, I hate this. It sucks, which I hate this and it sucks for different things. Um, I also think it's funny that a website called metalrage.com reviewed a good Charlotte album.
1: Yeah, um, maybe they're in there because Avenged Sevenfold is on the river.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Because I could see Avenge Sevenfold on a website like this. Anyway, so they said, so the first part of Good Morning Revival is not so bad at all. But from Keep Your Hands Off My Girl, it just gets worse. Beautiful Place sounds like a bad Coldplay imitation to me. Later on in the review, they say, this makes it a bit difficult for me to give it a store. I don't like their music much. I don't hate it, but I wouldn't listen to it in my spare time. But it's well-written, well-produced, et cetera. So I'll just give it a five out of five, hoping that giving it an, oh, a 5.5 or a five out of five? I don't know. Hoping that giving it an average score is justified because of these reasons. But I'm very interested in your score, so shout it out.
1: I think they're just saying like five out of 10, maybe
0: maybe four that's- five and
1: a half out of 10 maybe just yeah saying oh it's an average it's okay
0: yeah uh dcmbr a user on rate your music <laughs> was not a fan they gave the album two out of five and said The main problem with this album isn't that it's particularly painful to listen to, but that it is almost completely unremarkable. Musically, it is just standard pop punk, with a few tracks being relatively successful, The River and All Black, and others failing miserably. Where Would We Be Now and Beautiful Place. Wow.
1: Well, I disagree, but...
0: (laughs) I disagree, too! This is, like, one of my top albums from GC!
1: I think, like, this had a lot of radio appeal, appeal, this whole album.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dance Floor Anthem got a lot of radio play. That's kind of the only song on this album that got, like, major radio play, I feel. Um, And I feel like they
1: played that at School Dances a lot, too.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go into some YouTube comments. And these are actually all from the Acoustic video um and i just found that i found a lot of great comments there ashley mallard says i love the meaning of this song i find strength in it during my time of need i am dying of cancer and it just fits wow Wow. yeah um dave 3190 (laughs) said aol should have put out an album for this session i always find myself coming back to these bits Benji has a great voice, Joel as well, but I like Benji's better. They were born with a gift and lucky for us, they're using it. Haha, ha. Right. <laughs> Bianca Buso said, OMG, I love them. Benji is a god and his voice is beautiful. Could listen to them all day and all night. We live in a beautiful place. You know, seven exclamation points, smiley face. I I guess people are really loving Benji on this. There you go. Uh, Ephemeral says, I think every member of Good Charlotte is genius and brilliant. Melody and harmonies is really beautiful. We'll uh, read some comments from songmeetings.com. <laughs> Auntie Tam said, Woo, first to post, I love GC, and I'd bet money this is another song about Benji and Joel's dad and about the loss of innocence. Tear, tear. Sariasi said it's a real meaningful song. I love Good Charlotte, but I guess for now this song is one of the weaker ones on this CD, musically speaking. One step behind 29 said, I actually don't think this song is that bad. (laughs) Everyone's like warring with each other. It's it's the weaker one. Oh, it's not that bad. (laughs) Okay, so the theme is kind of weak. The meaning is really vague, but I think the tune is catchy. It's merely, it's merely okay. D-Man GC Dan said, this song has a real Coldplay feel to it, and there's nothing wrong with that because Coldplay are one of the biggest bands in the world. A simple and clear message, this song just takes you away into a beautiful place.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
0: Nightmare Anatomy said, I think this song means how you want to go back to when you were a kid who was innocent and paid no mind to how the world was, but you grow up and the world seems so much colder. Yeah, and and he's saying that it's such a beautiful place, but we spend so much time hating that you're wasting away what is so beautiful. Um, two more that I will read. Little Miss Sunshine 7 said, quoted some of the lyrics and said, fuck, I wish I could go back to when things were simple or at least simpler. This year's fucked me up permanently. Things will never be the same again. I hope you're okay, Little Miss Sunshine 7. I hope you're okay. I hope 2008 was better than 2007 for you.
1: Yeah, go listen to Hold On.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the last one I'll read is from Angel Dust 14. They said, Doesn't any of you guys think this song could be about global warming or anything that has to do with nature, Earth, the planet, and things like that? I think you people should stop thinking every song has something to do with love relationship and all the corny things like that. I think it really is about something way different, like global warming and they cite our hearts are as dark as the rain. Our hearts are as dark as the rain. It's a beautiful place. If we make it, it's a beautiful place to be wasted. Don't you know? And then they say, okay, that part kind of really mentions it. Our hearts are as dark as the rain could mean that we stopped worrying about our planet because the economic growth, maybe, or because we think nothing could happen to it. Then it's a beautiful place if we make it could mean if we start recycling and conserving, it'll be a beautiful place again. Yeah. I had not taken that from the song, but I, I see it. I could see it.
1: Yeah, I don't know like if that's what Joel and Benji had in mind, but...
0: I feel like it's a fair interpretation like, though.
1: Yeah, that's what the beauty of music and art is, is being yeah. able to interpret it however you see it so
0: exactly well lee how has beautiful place held up for you over time
1: uh it's held up really well like it still pops into my head like i like i was saying like it pops into my head whenever i see some beautiful nature or whatever it inspires me every day so i still I still think this is definitely on, on my upper list of songs to listen to.
0: Amazing. What has good Charlotte meant to you over the years and how has that changed?
1: I think, uh, GC has always been a beacon of hope for me in a way. I grew up more quickly with their music Mm. in my life and they've been an integral part of my life. Um, I actually have three GC related tattoos. So yeah, they've they're constantly inspiring me.
0: I love that. I love that Lee. Thank you. Um, Well, do you have any last words about beautiful place about good Charlotte or about yourself?
1: Well, earlier this week, Joel Madden tweeted that he was in the studio. So
0: I know. I
1: know more GC music on the way.
0: I think it has to be GC because GC posted it on their Facebook page.
1: Yeah, they shared a screenshot of his tweet. Yeah,
0: so I feel like that means it's GC music. Uh, I hope. I mean, because he said what the first time in ten months, you know. So if they recorded last October, that would mean you know they had last December. Ready in time for December 2020. So uh yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Well, we'll see what's to come of that. And uh, listeners, if you remember my special emergency update on last December, you know, you know you're gonna be getting so much more of that if and when we get more GC music. Lee, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I do a Generation GC and Friends Spotify playlist where I uh, put the song we talk about on the show as well as recommendations from our guests. So uh, could you just give me something you're listening to and enjoying lately? Anything that's not GC.
1: Uh, lately, I've been listening to Events Unfold, Linkin Park. But for something newer, um, I'll recommend In Another Life featuring Courtney LaPlante by Crown the Empire.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, Lee, something I have been enjoying doing is asking my guests for a recommendation of a charity they support. And this will be mentioned in the intro of the episode. What will happen is that I will encourage people to make a donation to this charity. And if they Show me that they've donated, then I will send them some Generation GC stickers as a thank you for you know spreading some good in the world. So, could you just tell me like any organization you would like to encourage people to support?
1: Uh, something local to where I grew up um, is Best Friends Animal Society. I know it's a big, huge thing all across the nation, but
0: yeah, yeah I know Best I'm Friends
1: over in Knapp, Utah. So that's pretty close to where I grew up, and. So yeah, Best Friends Animal Society is a great organization.
0: I I love that. What a what a great pick. And and you know, listeners, you know that I'm a big animal lover as well. Lee, thank you so much. Uh, where can people keep up with you online?
1: So on Instagram and Facebook, um, I have my photography pages. So that's at Lee Sizemore Photography. Perfect. So just as it sounds, just. Lee Sizemore Photography on both.
0: Perfect. Lee, thank you so much for coming on the show. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. My name is Molly Huddleston once again, and as always, I'm your host as well as the producer, creator, and editor of Generation DC. Last time, we talked about Walk Away from the Chronicles of Life and Death, and in two weeks, we'll be back talking about a song from Cardiology. Thank you all for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe to the show or follow it on your favorite podcast provider. If you're on Apple podcasts, please, please, please rate and leave a review. But most importantly, y'all tell your friends word of mouth is huge. It's so important in spreading the love, making the Generation GC fam bigger and better. Thanks for tuning in.